Hey guys, happy Friday. Welcome back to a new episode of Those Murder Girls Podcast. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Raina. And I'm Marie. Happy Friday, guys. Happy Friday. We made it. We hope you're doing good. Uh, this week, we have a story that was sent in to us by some family members of the victim, including the victim's mother. They would like to bring attention and awareness to this senseless murder that struck their family last year. Their loved one was found in a shallow grave within the state of Oklahoma. You guys, he was only 24 years old at this time. To this day, no arrests have been made in his case. So they are hoping, as well as Marie and I, that someone listening can help bring answers to this grieving family. So you guys, please listen to the very limited details of this case and help spread the word, especially if you're in this Oklahoma area. All of the contact information to report tips in this case are in the episode description notes. So if you or somebody knows, literally knows anything, something, just please reach out. Report anything that you know, a tip, a lead, no matter how small. Like You guys just never know what bit of information that the law enforcement might be waiting for that could break a case. So today we are going to be telling you the tragic murder of Trent Schumann. Trent Schumann was born on December 3rd, 1995 in Woodward, Oklahoma. He was born to parents Kurt Schumann and Laura Lane. And Trent was also the father to a baby girl, his pride, Sophia. Now, according to Trent's obituary, multiple news sources quoting his family and heartfelt messages left on message boards, Trent was described as loving and loyal with a heart of gold, according to his aunt. Trent was known to be super adventurous and daring from the time that he was able to stand up. He was always on the go. Oh my gosh, that is so my brother. He was the exact same way. He literally was on the go probably before he could even walk. Before he could walk, yeah. He was just an animal. Little boys are so cute and crazy. (laughs) So Trent loved skateboarding. He liked dirt biking, riding his four-wheeler. He seemed to be quite the adrenaline junkie, again, like most boys. Trent was all around like a really good athlete from what we found on our research. He loved outdoor sports, football, basketball, video games. I mean, he kind of did it all. (laughs) And according to his sister, he was quite a ladies man. Just the typical kid (laughs) growing up, you know, living his life. Right. (laughs) So Trent grew up with his family in Buffalo all the way up until high school. And then he went on to attend Southwestern Oklahoma State University, where he obtained his certificate in welding. After he received his welding certification, he headed down to Odessa, Texas to start his career in welding. So super cool. Yeah, it's a huge accomplishment. So Trent worked for um, a welder down in Odessa for a while, but eventually made his way back up to Woodward, Oklahoma. And according to his family, he spent some time around this time in Wisconsin as well. I like so you know learn yearn to be young again be able to move wherever I want like just pick up and go no strings <laughs> attached no nothing oh, must be nice I know totally random but I wish I was exposed to cruising when I was younger <laughs> I didn't go on a ship until I don't know like five years ago but I would have totally worked on a cruise ship yeah those people have so much fun mind you they probably don't get paid very well they probably don't have families too because they're gone for like they're, long periods of time yeah that would have been a bad travel job. the world like make crazy awesome friends we're going on a really nice cruise next year you guys so we'll keep you posted (laughs) 
So Trent's family stated that as Trent got older, he unfortunately experienced some pretty severe trauma and impactful tragedies in his life. These tragedies included uh, losing one of his very closest friends to him. He lost his friend in a car accident. And then as if losing one friend wasn't hard enough for Trent, he also went on to lose three more of his closest friends to murder. So we're not going to get into the details of how his friends were murdered, but that has just got to be so incredibly difficult to go to go through at any age in life, let alone, you know, Trent being so young. That's got to be so heavy. That just has to be the most tragic thing that anybody can deal with. And then times three and you're young and you don't know what to do, to do. like with your feelings and just to think about all those emotions kind of reminds me of our episode one, the Michael Sandoval case that we covered. So many kids in that town were killed, you know, senseless murders and their friends are kind of, you know, left behind to deal with it. How yeah, do you deal with it? Michael was left behind. I don't know. I mean, it, it had to be hard for Trent. I lost a really uh, best friend, close friend when I was in my early, early, early 20s. I think I was 21. And um, it was really, it affected us hard. It affected our group of friends. It affected our daily life. We really, it took a lot for us to overcome that. So sorry I on a personal that. level can understand. And it's got to be a lot for Trent. Yeah. So through all of this tragedy, Trent's family said that he actually handled it well. I mean, like from the outside appearance, it seemed that he was doing well. He was handling it. Family and friends said that Trent always kept a smile on his face and he just loved to surround himself with the closest to him, whether it be family, you know, friends. Trent was very kind to everybody. And if you guys read these message boards on him, you'll see like regardless of when or someone met him or how they all just loved Trent. Like he just sounded like such a great kid. One of my favorite messages said that Trent was a kind person that no one could stay mad at. And he was just a kind, that kind of guy. He would brighten people's day. And if you were having a bad day, he would be right by your side and would never fail to make it better. Trent was known to always say, I love you. And he was just described as unforgettable. And just people like, don't have to go to chills. People <laughs> like, don't have to go to these message boards and leave no. these heartfelt messages. Like I'm and not, they, I'm not like trying to bring any negativity to it. But for all of these people to say all of these like about beautiful him. words yeah. about him, like it really just goes to show you like the kind of impact that he had on these people's lives. Exactly. And regardless of what anybody is going through personally or what, like yeah. we're all human. Every you know. Yeah, I Trent just seemed like such a good kid. Yeah. Which makes the story even harder, I think. So on May 21st, 2020, and note this is very early on in the pandemic, Trent went missing. His family and friends, regardless of their efforts, could not locate him, which had to be super frightening, obviously, I'm sure. And it seemed to be out of the ordinary for Trent, considering that his closest family members to him couldn't find them and he had a daughter like he would never yeah, just... he's not gonna leave her behind exactly so as many concerned family members would do they reported him as a missing person to the woodward police as the days go on without any signs of trent his family holds a candlelight vigil to bring awareness to his disappearance family friends members of the community gathered together to say prayers and share their hope for his safe return So, again, this is very early on in the pandemic. So there were only, according to reports, about 30 people present at the actual vigil. 
but the family was able to set up a live stream um, and there were over 170 viewers that attended that, which is awesome. Oh my gosh. And during our research, what really gave me chills was Trent's grandmother reported this and it was in the newspaper. The direct quote from her says, we believe he was murdered. What scares me is the unknown was, was he tortured? Is he whole? What we are all afraid of is we will never find him to bury him so he can rest in peace. This is chilling because this is, you know, he's he's just missing at this point. And for the grandmother to even be thinking this is so heartbreaking. Or have that intuition, like she just knows she something's wrong. Very wrong, yes. That's got to be a horrible feeling. So into the search for Trent, um, the FBI and Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation begin assisting the Woodward County Sheriff's Department. Well, on June 20th, 2020, almost a month to the day that Trent was reported missing, it was released to the public that human remains had been found in Woodward County. The human remains had been recovered from a river bottom within a shallow grave. It was apparent upon the discovery of this person that they had been murdered. At the time of the discovery, none of the agencies involved were releasing any details to the public. The only thing that was stated was that the remains needed to be forensically identified to confirm their identity. But one of the agencies did go to Trent's family and they let them know that they suspected that the remains did belong to Trent. And like, I can't even imagine the limbo then that the family was in at that time. Like, okay, so is it Trent? Is it not Trent? Were there other missing people in the area that were listed at the time? So your mind would kind of obviously lean towards like, this could be Trent. Mm -hmm. And the pain and agony that they're going through in that limbo is. You never know. Maybe they had like a description of clothing or something. Yeah. So they torturous just waiting. They wanted the family to know before anybody else told them. Yeah. So after positive identification, the family's worst nightmares were confirmed and that it was the body of Trent that was found off Highway 412. And he had been murdered at the young age of 24 and just disposed of in the shallow grave. Like he was nothing. Like he was nothing. It was confirmed to us by his mother that Trent had died of gunshot wounds. So Trent leaves behind his whole family, his daughter. I mean, the whole story is just heartbreaking. And I think the main question that we have is why? Why? Who? Why commit such a horrible, senseless act? There's so many questions that, unfortunately, you guys have not been answered to this day. And not a whole lot has been made public on this case, but when the family wrote into us, they did give us some details that we're going to share with you guys, because like we said, we really want to help this family get the answers that they deserve. We, we want to help them get the justice for Trent and, and his daughter, Sophia. So the family member, who shall remain unnamed, stated that the Woodward police had in fact arrested somebody. Now, we, those Murder Girls podcasts, We don't know this to be 100% accurate, but it was the information that was provided to us by his family. So we're going to read a line from a message that was sent to us uh, from what the family member stated. It states that a suspect in connection and disappearance of Trent and that they arrested this individual back on June 18th, 2020, which was one day prior to Trent's body being found in this ditch. So Trent was found on June 19th. The suspect that they had arrested told the police details surrounding Trent's death, 
Now, that had not been disclosed to the public, and he even told the suspect, told them exactly where they could find Trent's body, like a pinpoint location of where the police could find Trent, Mm -mm. and that's exactly where they found him. So you guys, that doesn't make any sense to me, because if this suspect led them directly to Trent and his murdered remains were found there, why isn't the suspect arrested why are there why is there nobody arrested like there's a lot of questions who is this suspect we don't know but if he's giving pinpoint locations to Trent's body I mean that to me is like a oh what do you have he to has do with to it? know <laughs> like you obviously knew where he was <laughs> yeah well we don't know any further details surrounding this person that law enforcement had questioned or who they did or did not retain. But the family told us that this person was released from custody and obviously never charged. And to this day, again, nobody has been arrested in connection with the murder. Trent's family also elaborated to us that a lot goes on in this tiny city of Woodward. So obviously, so many people within the area have questions naturally. It's just a really eerie thought. Like, obviously, there's a killer among them you know roaming as living his life roaming Mm -hmm. around like so 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 many questions that the family just wants answers to trent was so young he was a beloved son father cousin uncle who has a rather large family that he left behind um they held a memorial service for trent on august 14th at the billings funeral home chapel followed by a burial at the elmwood cemetery Trent is remembered as the kindest person, somebody that you'll never forget. His family said that if you were having a bad day, he would go pick some flowers from the side of the road, come and bring them to you just to see a smile on your face. Oh my gosh, Trent just sounds amazing. What really touched me is when Trent was described as never leaving without telling whomever he was with that he loved them. That's so sweet. Yeah, he just seemed like such a great guy. And that, you guys, makes this tragedy even worse, you know, in our minds. Like we said, if you guys know anything, anything at all, the smallest detail, just anything, please reach out to the law enforcement The information to reach the detectives on Trent's case is 1-800-522-8017, or you can email tips to tips at osbi.ok.gov. This case is very much still active, and that's according to the statement that the law enforcement had released. We hope and pray that justice is served and that someone or some ones are held responsible for Trent's death and that this family can finally get some sort of peace in this horrible tragedy. We will let you guys know if anything new comes up um, in communications with the family. And speaking of Trent's family, before we sign off, we would like to take the time to thank them for trusting us in telling Trent's story for the first time on a podcast platform. We want to thank you guys for joining us today on this episode of Those Murder Girls Podcast. We hope you all have a safe weekend, and we will see you all back here next Friday for a brand new episode. If you guys enjoyed today's case, which, duh, we're sure you did, please head over to wherever you're listening now and leave us a five-star review. Help us move up those charts. We need more people to discover this podcast, and we will have all of you guys to thank. So we'll see you all next week. Bye, Bye, guys. guys.